welcome to Monse, a K-pop podcast. I'm your host, Zia J, and I have all the latest news and reviews from the past fortnight for you. Things have been a bit busy, which is why I missed last week's episode, but that also means there is plenty for this week. Of course, if you want to find the podcast or show some support, you can head over to the socials at Monse Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. There has been plenty of news in the last fortnight, so we'll start with some business news. At the beginning of November, Hype held their corporate briefing, which included a handful of announcements regarding their future plans. These include plans to launch a new version of social platform Weverse in 2022 to support its integration with VLive. This will mainly impact Weverse with the new live stream capabilities and use of VLive's research and development in search, AI and other functions. They also announced plans for a new girl group to debut in the US under Hype America and a Japanese boy group under Hype Japan, which will include former island contestants. Just over a week after this announcement, Hype also revealed that they're launching a new independent label called Adore, which will debut a new girl group in 2022. There's still lots of details to come about the groups, but the US girl group will be the first female artist to debut under Hype. Playm Entertainment and Krika Entertainment have officially merged, forming the new company IST Entertainment. The label's groups include A-Pink, Victon, Weekly, and The Boys. Mnet's elimination show Idol School has received even further punishment for manipulating votes and outcomes. The Korea Communications Standards Commission decided in a general meeting that it will be fining the show, although the amount is yet to be decided. This is on top of the previous fines and sentences the show and showrunners have received. The Mnet Asia Music Awards have announced its nominees and awards criteria, and voting has begun. There are two major changes to the awards criteria this year. The Daesungs, so Artist, Album and Song of the Year, will all be decided without fan votes. Instead, a combination of judges' evaluations, digital performance and physical sales will be assessed and two awards, Worldwide Icon and Fans' Choice Top 10, will be decided entirely through fan votes with no other criteria. Voting ends on November 22nd, and the event itself will be held on December 11th. The label news of the fortnight. At the start of the month, it was announced that Lovely's contract with Wulim Entertainment will be expiring on November 16th, and all members except for Baby Soul will be leaving the company. Since then, entertainment agency Antenna has confirmed that member Miju has been in talks with them regarding a new contract. A couple new groups were announced this week, with Starship Entertainment confirming their new girl group IVE will debut on December 1st, and JYP releasing a trailer for their new group Extenary Heroes. And 101 are in talks to reunite, potentially for Mama, a concert and an album, according to a statement from CJENM. This would be the first time as a group in almost three years, following their disbandment in January 2019. And finally, comeback announcements. This week's our announcements for comebacks for SF9 on November 22nd, On and Off on December 3rd, ahead of their military enlistment as a group, and NCT with a full group album on December 14th. On to the reviews. Again, since it's been a fortnight, there have been a bunch of new releases and some big ones, so let's get into it. 
2am kicked off things for us with no good in goodbye. 2am is considered old now, I think. They're kind of before some people's time, but they're particularly known for their vocals and they do not disappoint here. No Good in Goodbye is a bittersweet ballad full of live percussion and piano and a gorgeous string line with a really lovely electric guitar that comes in in the bridge. There's a modulation in the last chorus that sits just the right side of cheesy, but the whole thing is set off by these casually impressive vocals. There's some really big notes, but they're delivered so easily that all you have to focus on is the emotions. This makes a lot of sense coming into the colder season in Korea, so if you're looking for an autumny ballad, this one is for you. Next up, we've got the boys with a different vibe from that in their new track, Maverick. This is cooler than I expected. I'm not having a go at the boys' other stuff, but I think they tend to be pretty heavy-handed with their tracks. This is the electronic dance style we've seen from them before, but it's less on the dance side. Instead, you have this incredible halftime chorus, really smooth synths, and some great decisions to strip back the instrumentals in parts. I think they also made some really great choices as to who would get what vocal parts. I think they match tones really well in that way. There's some huge notes in the chorus, I kind of wish they mixed them to be a bit more prevalent in the mix, but I like this sound from them, and the visuals are great, I love a vaguely homoerotic, futuristic storyline, so excellent vibes. Another more senior group made their comeback in the last two weeks, Super Junior D&E released their track Zero. This is the kind of upbeat pop we're probably all super familiar with, and there's definitely some playing to the fact that a lot of Super Junior fans probably come from an older generation of K-pop fan. There's a chill bass line, some electronic synths, and the most fun part, which is some cool vocal sampling. The bridge is a bit of a genre shift, and I don't know if it works. They change into this more electronic section, and I think I'd rather they had just stuck with the pop style. It's easy listening, I certainly don't mind it, but I just don't know if it holds up super well right now. The next comeback was My Rookie Sons in Tier 1 with No More X. This is a rough contrast to my feelings on Super Junior D&E's song, because I feel like this really sounds like the front edge of the new generation right now. There's some really interesting percussion sounds sampled here put together to make a really driving rhythm part, and some fun synths that are putting in some hard work to pull it all together. There's a cool chanty section in the chorus, and a bridge that really throws back to the classical imagery we saw referenced a lot in the mid-2010s. The final chorus has a halftime breakdown that goes really fucking hard, and it all works together really nicely. I really think Tier 1 are hitting their stride as a solid young group right now. Our penultimate group for reviews this week was Oneus, who came back with Luna. There's obviously some traditional references in here with the instrumentation and the visuals, but the pre-chorus is melodically and stylistically a strong reference to the Pansori style. That doesn't mean that this song sounds old, though. The electronic percussion and fast pace of the rest of the song take care of that. There's also a cool rap part in the second verse that keeps things interesting. I think this really suits their voices too. One us all have this really sweet quality to their voices, and that works well with the styles they're referencing here, especially the type of masculinity they're presenting. This is a really cool direction for them to go. It's artistic and melodic and interesting. I feel like one has got a fair bit of attention from Road to Kingdom, but I do really recommend listening to this one. And we'll wrap up reviews for this week with Twice's new song, Scientist. 
This is fun, pretty classic pop with a really nice bass line through the whole track and some cool percussion choices. They let their voices do a lot of work here and I think that works really well. They're supported by the instrumentation and they really deliver on the emotion and a catchy melody. Some of that is due to the kind of doo-wop acapella style background vocals that add a lot of flavour. I like the story that this song tells. It's a fun song, super sweet with a bit of attitude. It is really what I wanted to see from Twice at the moment. That's all the reviews I've got for you this week. In the coming week, we have album releases from Wacky Mecky and Monster X, as well as some singles. But of course, if there's someone you don't want me to miss, let me know on the socials. That is all I've got for you this week. Next week will be another mini episode, but the week after I should have a history of for you. That will also be the last episode for a little while. I'm going to be taking a hiatus through December, partially because life is pretty busy for me at the moment, but also because I want to have some time to think about the show and what I want to do with it next year. So just a heads up, the last episode of the year will be on the weekend of the 28th of November. But we do have a couple more before then. Of course, if you want to support the show or get in contact, the socials are Monse Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can find links to them through the card in the show notes, and you'll also find my sources in the show notes as well. This podcast is produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respects to elders, past and present, and acknowledge that this is stolen land. Sovereignty over it was never ceded, but it always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Thanks for listening. I've been Zia J, and I'll catch you next week for the next episode of Monse, a K-pop podcast. <laughs>